Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me in Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. This week was DuckTales, Treasure of the Lost Lamp from 1990, directed by Bob Hathcock, written by Alan Burnett, starring Alan Young as Scrooge, Terrence McGovern as Launchpad McQuack, Russie Taylor as Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby. Wow. Richard, <laughs> Richard wow. Libertini as Dijon. And Christopher Lloyd as Murloc. Oh yeah, and Rip Taylor as Genie. Let me tell you, that's a revelation, because I know who Rip Taylor is now as an adult. When I was a kid, I just thought, boy, that genie character is so irritating. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Rip Taylor. Okay, that that explains a lot. The randomizer picked out this movie for us, and it fits into our purview, not because it has anim- uh, anthropomorphic animal-human hybrids, sure, sure. but because there's a magic lamp in it, I believe. <laughs> Fantasy, yeah. This this lies in the world of fantasy. Step in there. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I guess one could say though, scientifically looking at a world that's evolved from you know animals, mm-hmm. other than you know apes, would also fit our purview. But yes, Duckburg is probably a fantasy land totally. too. I mean, I don't know if that's a real place or not. You mean, is there a real city? Uh, Yes, yes, there is. There's, yep. It's right next to that city where all the Wizard of Oz little people live. (laughs) That's real. The symbol of capitalism known as Duckburg. Donald, uh, Duckle, Duckle Trump? How do do we, how do we change his name? Donald Swanled Trump? Anyways, he's got the money bid. So this was a staple in Sarah and my childhood. Uh, I've seen it. Aaron too. I've seen it. But, yeah, I mean, you saw it when I was a child, but you didn't, like, reconnect with it until you are older, right? I'm going to have to say that, uh, uh, yeah, I, pro- I probably watched it a few times in my childhood, but I, I, don't, I don't really have a lot of mem- like memories of it as much as the, the TV show. I watched a lot of the TV show, so. I could never catch the TV show. It was because... I went to a school that, in order to get there, I had to take a half an hour bus uh, ride out and back, and so I'd get there just in time to see like the last ten minutes or it. five minutes of an episode, and would never have any continuity. So I always I thought it was like Rocky and Bullwinkle, where it's like I don't even know if Rocky and Bullwinkle has full storylines. You know, did you ever see like a full storyline? Yeah, it does. It oh, okay. does, but it, but it's it's definitely up. It's broken it's episodic, into bit parts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I never what? saw one whole storyline from okay. Ducktales. Okay. So as far as I know, they're still stuck on that Spanish ship. What about you? 
How many times would you say you've seen Treasure of the Lost Lamp? Probably 50. That sounds about right. <laughs> and the TV show? Yeah, I watched DuckTales a lot as a kid. Um, it's one of those things that's really, it hasn't carried over for me into my adulthood at all. There's some things I liked as a kid that I still find really cool every time I revisit them. And DuckTales, for some reason, just isn't one of those things. Like, I think there were things as a kid that I had problems with about the show and about the premise. But when I grew up and, and I saw it again, I kind of thought, not only are those things problems, but what is really holding this thing together here, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and I'm not... I'm not saying that I don't like DuckTales. Like, I definitely loved it as a kid. I just don't really like it as much as I used to. But having said that, um, this movie is still pretty cool. And I think that they dropped some of the stuff that I had problems with on the show in this movie version of their story. Hmm. I don't like this movie. Because, probably because it's all self-contained into the one storyline, and it adds that genie character, who is not... There is no genie character in the TV series oh. at any point, is there? I'm gonna have to say, just off the top of my head, no. Yeah. No, this is exclusive for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exclusive. Just, like, that character... Just brings it all down for me. I can't wow. help it. Like, wow. man, like I like I like Ducktales the series even sure. now, the TV series. Like, I, I like its episodic nature, and I like the adventures, and I like how uh, the Indiana Jones style adventures going sure. on there. You know, uh, discovering the lost treasures and having you know anti antagonists like Magica Dispel and uh, Glomgold and yeah. you know, stuff like that. But mm, I don't know. This movie, it just—I feel like it just doesn't have the same spark. That's funny. I feel exactly the opposite. I feel like the TV show, now that I see it as an adult, it feels a little bit more mundane from episode to episode. They'll have some idea in an episode, like there's a an iceberg or something in one, and it just feels like they're standing around talking about it the whole time. Like it's all this setup for something and. And I mean, I still think it's charming. My nephew loves it, and I watch it with him. But I I feel like in this movie, what they did was they took a story the way they would for one of their episodes, except they made it more lighthearted and fun. And I don't have a problem with the genie character at all. I mean, I think that now that I'm older, I find the voice annoying of the Huey, Dewey, and Louie characters <laughs> that's but, where the really rotation lies but it, yeah in comparison to the genie i found that that's funny worse <laughs> but um i think i'm just so used to it i can't you know it doesn't i loved this movie as a kid and i think it's still pretty cool i mean i don't know how many grown-ups would like it now but i think kids would probably still like it oh sure i definitely feel conditioned to love huey doing louie's voice mm -hmm. for some reason like for, but um, but yeah, the genie, the genie definitely was a bit grating after a while. Um, things that I just noticed, like off the top of my head while we were watching it, uh, a lot of focus on the kids in this in this movie. 
lot of the story was, was definitely around them. It's almost as if Scrooge kind of took the back burner. Like, you know, you knew his goals, what he wanted, but there just wasn't much Scrooge, Scrooge time. Yeah. Really. Uh, which I thought was kind of an interesting take on it. And maybe it was because the, the genie showed up eventually and that, that's where the narrative and the story was following. But, uh, yeah. That's a, another thing. Like the, you're talking about, yeah, spending so much time with the kids. The TV show did spend a lot of time with the nephews and Webby, mm. but they were like basically being the junior woodchuck uh, detectives. Essentially, sure. they were all trying to solve things and getting into the scraps that they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And this movie shows them like being kids. Yeah, yeah, you know, playing games and the you know the genies granting them wishes so they sure. get to uh, fulfill those fun parts and stuff like that. They're not. Doing it the same way. There are a couple of good, you know, oh, we got the guidebook. You know, basically this movie is like, if you want to survive life, you got to carry some marbles around with you. I think (laughs) I'm already skipped to the lesson. That's a lesson I learned from this movie. (laughs) I have a bag of marbles and you'll be able to make it through almost anything. (laughs) I feel like that's part of what my issue was with the TV show was that it was so based in reality. Like, Mm. even though it was about ducks, it felt like. There were ducks going to school. There were ducks doing business. There were ducks going to the Boy Scouts. Like, And in this movie, it's like an adventure, like a real fun adventure where they go to different countries and they find treasure and they make wishes and ice cream falls from the sky. <laughs> and it felt more like a kid's cartoon and less like, let's go down to the jailhouse where the... Where the <laughs> what's some face boys? Oh yeah, the, the beagle, yeah, beagle, beagle boys. boys are arrested or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey ma, you didn't bring my favorite cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a lot of Eritarian voices. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm conditioned, though. Maybe, maybe it's I, just I totally am too. Yeah, totally conditioned. Like, I'm totally cool with it. And that's why Genie bothers me, because I'm not conditioned to well, it's, that. It's out of the norm. The movie, it's definitely you know? out of the norm. And I could just see Rip Torn, like, at the microphone going, oh, what does he say? Shablowing! <laughs> Put a muzzle on that guy. Uh, Aaron, give me a quick synopsis of the movie. All we, right. we skipped over that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, this film is a, is an adventure film, so this is a, a story, an exciting story about uh, Scrooge McDuck trying to find the treasure of a very famous thief. I forget exactly. Kali it's not Ali Baba. It's Kali. Kali. Kali Baba. Like he's a dog. Kali. Kali Baba. And so the, the ducks, the ducks uh, um, succeed in finding his treasure. Uh, little do they know, though, that they also find a lamp amongst the treasure. And the lamp reveals a genie at some point later on. Uh, hijinks ensue. Morgoth, a sorcerer, uh, a la Steve Ditko's uh, Doctor Strange uh, <laughs> looking looking sorcerer dude, uh, shows up and uh, s- steals the lamp, assumes great power, but through uh, much trickery or duckery or quackery, I don't know how you want to <laughs> surmise that. Uh, you know the the day is saved. And, uh, uh, you're, everyone's free to jump in a pile of money. I think <laughs> people just 
think Christopher Lloyd has a very sinister voice because he, he does the villain in this one. He does the villain in the Anastasia movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I there, guess I didn't watch it, I think it, there's though. more That's than that, That's an awesome movie, too. by the way. I really like Anastasia. And I I like Christopher Lloyd a lot. And I, you know, it's, you know, I guess it's the Back to the Future love, but also Adam's family. And uh, I think when I was a kid, I was a big fan of Camp Nowhere, which is probably a really bad movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Camp Nowhere. Uh it's about kids who go to summer camp and then there is no summer camp because it's a, like a con artist and then oh. bandits show up and they have to do Home Alone style, but they're in a forest. Oh, cool. I It's, yeah. Cool. I remember too much. I kind of like camp movies, though. Well, there's a lot that I seem to really enjoy about camp movies for some reason. Heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, actually, I like heavyweights <laughs> quite a bit, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was Christopher Lloyd until this viewing and... I, it's so funny because when I think about this movie, I think about that character and I always thought he was a cool creature character totally. that could do all these different transformations and stuff. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool? Why, why aren't there more villains like this in movies that have this ability to yeah. be anything and that are so powerful and... And I remember thinking the voice was really cool too, but I had no idea it was him. And I, and I love him. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does a really good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't do more voice acting that we're familiar with mm, from our yeah, childhood. Yeah, I'm sure he's done tons of it, and I just we're just not. Yeah, we don't know. Like we'll listen to it again and be like, oh, that's totally Christopher Lloyd, of course. I found his his villain is actually kind of scary. Like I could think. That part that I was making fun of where at the end where he turns into like the griffin monster. Mm -hmm. I remember being scared of that as a kid. Not not like I got to go sleep with mom tonight sure. because I'm, I'm, you know, in mom's bed because I'm going to have a nightmare. But, but, but still like, terrible. I'll be back for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. Mostly griffin creature. Yeah. I didn't know what a griffin was. Was that when I was a kid? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys did, yeah. This was another big Aunt Chris movie. Um, I think she had it on VHS, and I watched it a bunch with her. And, and she was the one that was into fantasy and was like, ooh, it's a griffin. Ooh, it's a sorcerer. Ooh, you can change into this. Like, I really liked the part where they showed you in the mirror the lamp and then the piece that went how the piece fit onto it. It that just was like cool. it illustrated for you as a kid just so perfectly yeah. how how this was possible because he had this medallion that looked like this and it fit onto the lamp like this and I was thinking most Infinite of the wishes. time you don't see that kind of stuff just spelled out for you in a movie as a kid. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, that, like, really stuck with me. I think it used to make me... I, I'm not saying this correctly, but I think that it kind of sparked an inspiration in me to look for things that fit together more and sort of draw things that fit together more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I really enjoyed Morgoth as a villain as well. I liked. I definitely enjoyed the transformation, the bright green flash. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, very cool. Fun to look at. I feel, I feel so bad for his stooge though. That poor, <laughs> that poor guy, Dijon. Dijon. Yes, totally had it rough the whole movie. The whole time. The whole time. 
I he is charming and irritating is his character. Like I can't tell I mean, it's gotta be a racist caricature, right? I'm fairly certain that they're definitely heading in that direction. Okay. Cause um, I don't I don't feel qualified enough to call that out in particular. I like tell I mean you. he doesn't necessarily do anything offensive as far as I could see, other than like feigning the accent or, or yeah. whatever. But I enjoyed I enjoyed him stuffing the gold into his pants though, yes. and I actually replicated that in a in D and D character at one point. Awesome! Uh, I like hope you were saying something in real life. No, my character Reek would would shove treasure into his pants. Mm. Well, because uh, the, the the logic behind him is, well, you're not going to reach in and get it, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that guy does in Snatch with the diamond. He puts it in his yeah in his drawers exactly. I yeah. feel like that would be a good Halloween costume. I stuff the legs of pants <laughs> with like trash bags or something, and <laughs> you'd have to explain it a lot. <laughs> well, not if she went with a group of uh, of, of uh, Ducktales characters. Cosplayers. Esoteric yeah. Halloween costumes are really great. Mm-hmm. My sister is gonna dress up as Bill Murray. As Clint Eastwood in Groundhog Day. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Joel, you could be Darkwing Duck. No, <laughs> I I do. I'll not. dress up as Gadget. I, I'm gonna I'm crossplay, <laughs> crossplay even. I'd like to be Cloud Kicker. Cloud Kicker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Baby Baloo or whatever. <laughs> you could be, be baby blue John Cusack but it's really no John Malkovich but John Cusack inside of John Malkovich <laughs> I don't want to jump through that many hoops for <laughs> for practically anything <laughs> do the shadow puppet thing <laughs> so the commonality <laughs> no response <laughs> okay Crazy. This movie <laughs> had a lot of Aladdin going on. Yeah. And it came out before Aladdin. So, I mean, that obviously didn't occur to us when we were children. But this time it was like... Very blatant. Like, who very... who was imitating who? I mean, did Rip Taylor see Robin Williams, like, acting this out or vice versa? Or are they going for the same thing? And then, like, basically the genie goes through the same... How long, at this time, during the Disney Renaissance, like, how long would a movie production take, though? Like, I mean, this is, you, you don't have to have a quantifiable answer. It's just more of a, more of an idea. Mm-hmm. Like, like, were these movies being produced at the same time? I don't know. Like, I think that it, I mean, it took a number of years because it was, like, Little Mermaid came out in 89. 89, yeah. Aladdin was, like, 92. Yeah. And I think that they were, like, working on Aladdin- while I'm just saying it might, I mean, I have no factual evidence for this, but all I'm trying to say is maybe they were working this movie at the same time. Yeah, who knows? And maybe, maybe Williams and uh, and Rip there were just chilling one day. You're playing a genie. I'm playing a genie. Let's talk. Let's talk I, shop. You know? I feel like a producer was like not happy with what Rip Taylor was doing. It was like, come, come over here to this other studio. <laughs> come see what Robin's doing. This is what we want from you. You know? Okay. Okay. I don't know. I feel like. It could have been somebody involved that that wrote a character like the genie in this movie. And then this movie, I'm sure, was very successful because we all saw it as kids. 
I don't know if it was... I mean, we were saying we think it's theatrical release and we think we saw it in the theater, right? Pretty sure, yeah. Because it's only like 70 minutes long and we all had it on tape. And I don't know if we taped it off the Disney Channel or if we bought it. Or I mean, what. I had the actual, yeah, we had the big old plastic Disney case. Sure. Yeah. The white coffin thing. Exactly, yeah. Those individual things. So, yeah. Part of the Disney vault. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's ever been... It must have come out on DVD or maybe even Blu-ray. I don't know. I looked into it a long time ago. I was going to get it for my nephews like a year ago. I think I was going to get it for Dolan's second birthday, which was a year ago today. Mm. Um, and they were only just releasing it then, I think. On uh, DVD? Yeah, or maybe it was Blu-ray. I don't oh. know. Maybe they went straight to Blu-ray. Uh, we definitely noticed this time that the animation does not hold up to like the high-quality of the current TVs. We were watching a digital yeah. version from Amazon, and it's like... Well, I have to say that the beginning of the very first few frames of the film were fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone was rendered really well, and, like, there was, like, almost, like, a soft glow on everyone's feathers and everything. And then, like, it, like every, there was, like, a certain line width around everyone, and then, and then like, like, first frame, second frame, third frame, everyone's all, like, like wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a little herky-jerky. Oh my gosh, I bet they did those for the trailer. I bet. I bet, I bet they did yeah. those better frames for the trailer yeah. cut. And they want to get everybody in for the adventure part, you know, and he's flying through the canyon, yeah. you know, sliding off the things. He hits the the old historical site and, like, knocks down the things. Everything looks super nice. Like, yeah, we've got you in the seats. Now let's go back to what we were doing before. Definitely. It was, it was supposedly done, I mean, the credits say... That this was produced in France, and France, the, the the Disney France team also worked on the the Goofy movie, which I also really adore. Aaron, so, I am tired of you blaming France for all of your problems. I'm not. I'm not blaming France because I like the Goofy movie quite a bit. Every day, you're like, France ruined my life. Yep, that's me. Yep, exactly. Whatever Joel says. Exactly. <laughs> oh wow. I, Tune I, I, in next week where we go in through Sarah's problems with other countries. <laughs> oh, wow. This has been Dr. Taurus. Uh, if you'd like to call in with your issue, we're taking calls right now. I think I'm going to make a coup at this point. Eh? Me and Me and Pascal are going to start our own podcast. That's all right. You guys can have fun. Aaron and the Fluff. Aaron and the Fluff. <laughs> that's, the morning, that's the morning show. <laughs> Aaron. I want to see the art for the, like the posters for that. Mm, come to you live from KK KK seven. Oh my god! We're, we're gonna record in a, in a cardboard box that sh has sharpie on the outside. No Joel's allowed, mm. and then on the sides, Sarah's okay. Why is oh. everyone writing that on their boxes? Jeez. <laughs> it's not you. There's this other really bad Joel in town. Oh, okay. that's right. <laughs> They did that joke on The Simpsons. Oh, I was going to say, um, when we were talking about, we were talking about Aladdin. Yes. I do think that they are very similar. I think that Aladdin, it doesn't take place in a pseudo-contemporary time period, mm -hmm. but there's a lot that goes on between the people who want the lamp and the, the poor people who get the lamp and the... Anyway... It's just, I, I feel like the genie character 
could have taken off from this movie and they could have written it even more flamboyantly or something for, I don't know if that's the appropriate word, more, they could have written it for Robin Williams as well. I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm having such a hard time talking tonight. You're half <laughs> asleep, aren't you? No. And? I mean, I guess my eyes are open. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the rest of you sleep. Uh, yeah, sorry. I do feel like we're kind of pu- trying to pull magic out of the air for the movie, because it, it's not, there's not much to talk about, really. It's it's kind of a straightforward animated movie with not too much depth. Well, I, there were definitely, I mean, things that, that, that I noticed, which were pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, we paused it real quick, because I had to use bathroom break when we came back. Like during the um, archaeological society scene, there's a lot of really fun caricatures, uh, which is uh, something I wanted to bring in about the the, the uh, French team. Uh, they they also made some really awesome caricatures in the uh, the Goofy movie, but also <laughs> yeah. like, all these guys. Like there's like one like really sad looking duck in the corner. Uh, then there's like this this lady with like a beret on and like a trench coat, like totally mysterious looking archaeologist. <laughs> and then there's just like this like casual like like kind of crane looking guy in the corner, no tie, and he's all like proud of it. All like mm-hmm. he's got his chest all jetted out. And, and then and then very quickly, it's very very fast. But between that scene where we paused it and the next scene, it's like Scrooge. He, he's like running into the crowd. There's totally a dude who looks like the goofy version of. Uh, Indiana Jones. Like, he's got the hat, he's got a side satchel kind of thing going on, and he's nice. just kind of, like, walking through the crowd real quick there. So, I mean, yeah. that, that was kind of a fun little nod towards some other yeah. stuff, you know? I thought that was pretty cool. In the opening scene, I was like, this is so Indiana Jones. Yeah, definitely. I really liked that. And this is the kind of adventure that I like. I like adventure movies. I think that's probably why I enjoyed it more than the TV show, because even though I felt like the TV show had adventure, it always came back to they have to go back home at the end of the show yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it, it felt too real to me. I mean, I guess I felt like there's real stuff and then there's fake stuff, and I felt like this was fake because they're ducks. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say that the amount, the amount of magic involved in this film is more so than that which isn't like like just like you said um the car- the the cartoon show is more based on reality yeah whereas this one i mean an elephant formed out of nowhere yeah giant pieces of ice cream came flying out of the sky like you know yeah, like <laughs> totally <laughs> there's like a strange zerg like starcraft transformation of 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 Scrooge McDuck's house into this like crazy palace <laughs> thing you know yeah there's definitely some really out there zany fun stuff that if you've never seen this movie, like yeah, it's totally worth seeing. Absolutely. Did you draw um, any of the Disney ducks when you were growing up? I'm not very good at with the duck bill. Yeah. Myself, uh, it would never it would never come out right. So yeah. sometimes I would just draw like a little triangle, but like I could never get that that that, yeah, that correct dynamic. duck bill curvature. Yeah. yeah. I always try to draw um, Darkwing Duck, though. Mm. Really? Yeah. Darkwing Duck is one of my favorites. Which is really funny, because, like, he's even more callous than, like, Scrooge McDuck, in my opinion. <laughs> like, looking back now, like, Scrooge, <laughs> Scrooge just wants money, right? Like, but Scrooge, no. Scrooge, yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> he wants that. to be the richest. Yeah. But he just wants money, whereas, like, Darkwing Duck is just, like, this whiny, like, 
I can't handle my life, but my daughter's helping me like, be a superhero. Kind yeah. Of thing going on. <laughs> I don't know I'm what's going on I'm with writer, any of those ducks. <laughs> oh, he's not a millionaire. He's not a Batman. No. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, he's just it's like, like a in writer. his closet yeah. or something. I've never seen any Darkwing Duck. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. It's I didn't fine. like it at all, and I had to watch it a lot. It's because you hate Launchpad. No, it doesn't have anything to do with that. I guess... Darkwing Duck is a really callous character. He does... I mean, he wants to be a hero, but only because he he would gain the glory of it. Like, yeah. That's what both of these shows are about. Like, the glory. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. that. These are our heroes. Yeah. Scrooge, I was, we were talking about this earlier, that, like, Scrooge is just, like, a grumpy old man that's talking about, whining about his money all the time. (laughs) Like, that moment when he loses the treasure in the beginning, it's like, he's so sad and depressed, wandering off. Tears of a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes and sits down on the log. It's like... Long lost treasure of Kali Baba. He's just so obsessed with money. It's weird. It's weird to have a character that obsessed with money in like a kid's movie. That's a duck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his name is Scrooge, so... Yeah. I guess he's just... Totally. they're, they're, They're keeping with that for sure. But... Oh, man. You're right. We should have had Mike on here explain the whole Carl Carl Barks history. Yeah. Because I want to know what kind of miser he was in the comics. I'm sure if we go to Mike Sterling's Mm ProgressiveRuin.com. What was that site again? ProgressiveRuin.com. Oh. And Mike Sterling, huh? Yeah, Mike Sterling. You'll learn all about Carl Barks, I bet. One would. Mike Sterling of Sterling Silver Comics? Yeah, Sterling Silver Comics, a comic book store in the city of Camarillo. Wow. I'll have to uh, look up that website That's see if we can good. find out more about these ducktails. I really liked it when Mike was doing Pog Recipe Ruin. Oh, yeah, the Pog Recipe Ruin. Awesome. Yeah, because Pogs are just fascinating. They actually then, really yeah. are. <laughs> I wish Scrooge had actually collected Pogs. I'm sure there were ducktail Pogs. Some ducktail pogs oh, of course yeah. there were. Alright. If they had Family Matter Pogs, which I know they did, they yeah. had to have had. Well, I want an Urkel Pogs. Pog now. I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> He's shaking. <laughs> Sarah's just I just can't believe. I can't believe there's an Urkel Pog. <laughs> that's crazy. I feel like that's something I need for my collection. Yeah. Sounds like something I, I need to make. Make my, <laughs> make my own custom Carl Winslow Slammer. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so, uh,. What about these wishes? Let's talk a sure. little bit about the wishes they made. It seems to me that Webby screwed up a lot. Like, well, 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 let's go to back to the very beginning. Okay. She didn't know. She didn't know she had a magic, you know, tea kettle. Right, 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 right. right. But her first wish is uh, she the, wants the baby elephant, right? right? Yeah. Okay, so that's she always wanted one. Though. Everyone is like, isn't that kind of what a wish is for? Right? Well, the genie is like, oh, you screwed up. You dumb duck. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's okay for him to burn down whole cities. Yeah. Um, make volcanoes erupt. And I don't know. I don't understand why well, he, he had to crack like down on her because of an elephant. He just wanted, he wanted to be secret. He wanted, he wanted to be a low-key He wanted the genie. little wishes, you know. They only get three, but he only wanted to make sure your wishes are like small things. Okay, kids? 
Even though you can have whatever you want. You're making him sound like Woody Allen. <laughs> whatever you kids want. <laughs> just, You're just, great. Just don't put them, just, don't, don't make anything too big, okay? I don't. You're a credit to your age group. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're a credit to ducks everywhere. <laughs> Now I'm just picture, I'm picturing a Woody Allen duck. <laughs> so that was the first one. That's wish. pretty good. Baby elephant. There wasn't even the baby elephant walk or dance, whatever they wanted. And then they have to waste a wish to get rid of the elephant. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, actually, from from a from a, a genie ratio of wishes to people point of view, you're right. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty big waste. Yeah. But they're these these guys didn't think it out, you They're know? They're kids. Yeah. Right. They just rubbed a lamp and poof. Kid wishes. You know? Yeah. yeah. All that other stuff they wish for, with the exception of, like, the giant ice cream sundae, is eventually going to be, was eventually going to be found. All right, all right, Joel. Hypothetical. Uh-huh. We're all at our rich uncle's house, <laughs> mooching off his, his breakfast cereals. Okay, we got to kill right. him. Take his money. No, 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 no. Hypothetical. Okay. All right. We're all, we're, we're all eating the breakfast cereals, right? Right. One of us has the lamp from from the last time we were with our rich uncle in the middle of danger, about to die, but found this thing. It didn't die from scorpions. And a genie appears. So what are your wishes, then? Uh, in that scenario. Uh, hypothetical. We're kids. We're kids and our and rich uncle. Okay, I'm a kid. Yeah, you're a kid. Are I've you got a duck? rich uncle. Am I a duck? Yeah. That's the question. Well, I guess in this scenario, we are ducks. Okay, okay, okay. Am I one of the You're an anthropomorphic duck, Joel. Am I Huey, Dewey, or Louie? No, 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 no. You're I'm Hugh. A different, You're Joel. I'm Joel as, Duck. As a duck. Joel Torres Duck. Joel Duck. Do I wear pants? Or <laughs> do I like the Nobody other? wears I, pants. I'm going to leave that up to your preference. <laughs> okay, so no pants. Okay. Just like right now. Then what's your favorite <laughs> color? What's your favorite color? My favorite color is, depending on the day, let's say green. All right, then that's okay. your cap. Okay, I got the green cap, got a green, green shirt. shirt. Green shirt, then. Okay. I got a wish. Yep. And I'm a kid. Yep. Does your cap have a pinwheel on the top of it? Uh, or like, a, like a little propeller? No, that's ridiculous. Come on. My cap has a propeller. You're not going to have a propeller? <laughs> what are you, one of the beagle boys? Get out of here. <laughs> With junior woodchucks, okay? You don't have propellers on your head. You're always prepared, and that's just a liability. Goodness. Right? Okay. I guess you're right. Why so, are these so, ducks so anyways, pragmatic? The first thing I'm going to wish for. <laughs> first thing I'm going to wish for is a Super Ducktendo entertainment system. Wow. With, with all the duck games. Okay. So you can play DuckTales too. Super Duckio Brothers. I want Ducktress. Ducktress? I want. Ducktroid. That's how I want to play. Ducktroid. Yeah, Super Ducktroid. So. Mm-hmm. Would Duck Hunt then exist, or what would Duck Hunt? What would the equivalent of Duck Hunt be? D- then? Ducky Kong Hunt in country. <laughs> Obviously, human human, human hunt. hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, human jumping through the air. Blam. <laughs> so, um, do you think that? Corpse. Do you think that would be a low key uh, wish? Yeah. That would go under the radar. I mean, kids being don't noticed. really think big. I mean, they said, "Oh, you mean like when I order the Super Nintendo thing?" Yeah. Well, it's the equivalent of them order. They they like obviously wished for a giant train set. I mean, not not yeah. a giant, but one they could ride, and they had a trampoline and stuff like that. It's like that's kind of big, but not really anything that's going to get noticed right away. They thought it out though. They, they, instead of you know wishing for the elephant inside the house, they did the train set out in the in the 
I'm assuming Scrooge McDuck's vast property. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The thing that bothers me is that... The secret garden of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. They, it's on his estate. Do they have somewhere. toys already? Is Uncle Scrooge buying them toys? No, Uncle Scrooge is a cheapskate. Yeah, so yeah, this is established. Did they wish for that police car when they're doing the police chase thing? Because they've got like a little police car that they're driving after him when he's pretending to be the robber. Or was that just one of their toys they already had? That's a really good point. Well, wait, first it, of all, let's do the math real quick. How many kids? We're talking four children. Four children. Okay, so three wishes per... Right? So That's four, 12. 12. 12 wishes in total. Okay. Okay. Two wishes already wasted. They're down to 10. Right. Mm-hmm. 10 wishes. So we know we got a transit. All right. We got a trampoline. Okay. We got giant Sunday. All right. Uh, we have a girl later wishes for her dolls to be alive. Okay. And she obviously must have used another wish at some point because she says right. that was her last, last wish. wish. And, and then, then he has to wish for them wishes. to stop. Yeah. Right. So, so there's five on screen then. Mm-hmm. Well, five plus the or, uh, plus web origin two. So seven. Seven in total on screen. Okay. So we've got 400 five. wishes that have not been granted. Five wishes. Oh, five. Five. Okay. Which seems like a ton more than you see in usual movies where wishes are granted because usually it's just one person at a time that gets to make wishes and they get three of them, and then there's some kind of a rule where it needs to get passed to somebody else that it always seems like, even in Aladdin, like, seems like they never get to make the most of their wishes, and then it doesn't go on to their friend. It goes, it always gets taken away by some evil person <laughs> before anything really good can happen. You know, the, one of the things that bothered me as a kid, okay, like, even when I was a dumb kid, was when Scrooge finally ends up with the lamp himself. He wishes for uh, Kali Baba's treasure, right? Which he's been seeking for 40 years. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Life goals. You know, Life he's goals. like the one yeah. thing he like has, has been chasing after he gets going to take away from him. He gets it. Later, he's at the archaeologist convention or whatever it is, the uh, guys. And he's up on stage and he starts to wish for the treasure again. Like, why didn't you just take the treasure to He starts to wish for Yeah, it. he says... I wish, I think. No, I don't think so. I don't remember that. I remember wondering if he had it behind the curtain. Okay, let's something. go back to the tape. All right. Okay, you guys are probably right. Okay, I'm not going to actually, <laughs> I'm not putting the movie back on again. I'm sorry. No, okay, okay. Show it to your nephew tomorrow morning. Okay, so, so are you talking about the part after they barricaded themselves in the office? Cause, cause, um, no, before that, when he's up right. on stage talking about... La la la! I haven't done the thing, and, and you know all this stuff like that. I I remember him like starting to say the wish again. Like he was like didn't oh. think to transport the treasure over there to prove oh, that he had it. So he was going to use another wish to transport it there. Yeah, and, instead and, of and physically. it was like wait, that doesn't make any sense. So maybe that didn't happen. Uh, maybe my child mind was conflating it because I was on drugs. As a nine-year-old. We all were. It yeah. was the 90s. Yeah, Ritalin, man. Mm-hmm. I was I didn't, on that. I didn't get my Ritalin until I was like 19. Those are the good old days. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> did you guys want to enter a wish? At oh. least one wish? Yeah. Oh. Okay. As a duck child? <laughs> I mean, you forced me to get that Super Duck Tendo. Hey, that was good, though. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. pretty good. Yeah, I got two controllers. 
I didn't get the multi-tap, though. Mm. Could you have done that all in one wish? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to... Super Ducktendo with two controllers. I think you have to. This yes, you games. have to be as explanatory as you <laughs> can be for what you're going to do. It's like the <laughs> there's this bit on a, a different podcast uh, for We Hate Movies. They did an interview with Gilbert Godfrey, and they're talking about they were talking about uh, Twilight Zone movies where people had their wishes granted, and how it was always like. They messed it up. Like <laughs> they're saying things like, "I want to be rich. I want to be terminal cancer rich." You know, <laughs> like, like wait a minute, what? wait a minute. <laughs> like and none, none of those wishes work out. So yeah, you got to be a little. You got to say what you need. If I if I just end up with the the single controller with no games pack, obviously I'm going to be mad at mom for Christmas. By the way, my mom got me the one with the two controllers and the Super Mario World. Spoiled. Thanks, Mom. Spoiled. Oh, I totally was spoiled. Totally. I know that now. And my <laughs> children will be spoiled too. <laughs> By my children, I mean my cats. <laughs> Anyways, what's your wish? <sighs> Gee, as a duck person <laughs> child. Duck person child. <laughs> of myself. As long as I don't have a weird voice, I'm okay. Maybe, maybe I'd wish, wish for a non-weird voice. Genie, I'd like a weird little voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I sound great. <laughs> I guess I guess if I was hypothetically a duck kid who was forced who was forced <laughs> That was forced to hang out. I'm still just picturing someone's duck voice, your guys' duck voices now. This is a weird place we went. Uh, I want a super duck Can I get away from this weird duck voice? I probably, I don't know, I'd probably ask for another finger on my white gloves or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't even think about it. New spats. Well, so we're like total, we're totally nineties <laughs> duck kids, right? Nineties duck kids. Yeah, we're totally nineties duck kids. Can't tell. There's nothing nineties going on. They don't even have That's skateboards. Right. No, you're right. They don't have skateboards. No, but they have a backwards cap. Uh, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Mm. There's some backwards cap action going on. Okay. The genie at least had a backwards cap. Oh yeah. Oh, he had a skateboard too. He was yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Because he he came out of the closet on a skateboard. Okay. He's the most nineties character. I take it back. I love the genie. <laughs> There's something really. Wait, were you gonna make your wish? No, I don't. I, I, I'm, I was, I was kind of trailing off there. It's okay. <laughs> it's Continue. Okay. <laughs> that is a wish for Aaron Duck. This okay. really, this irritated me. This viewing, I don't know why, but <laughs> I'm gonna hear it when it comes out of your guys' mouth. But I won't hear it echoing in my ears when I'm talking anymore. That's oh, okay. the point. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to hate myself anymore. I wish I could hear everyone's <laughs> voice as a normal voice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and so your voice still sounds the same, but it sounds normal to you. <laughs> Sarah Duck has taken many years of psychiatry. <laughs> she feels that her voice is not adequate in this universe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um... Beautiful. Yeah, this really bugged me this time. For some reason, they go into the boys' room 
and it looks like it's like in a cabin, like in a in a bunk bed situation for kids in like a summer camp or something. I mean, and you can see like wood beams and stuff, and it just reminded me of like. It reminded me of this Berenstein Bears cartoon I used to watch as a kid that I just hated. Um, where they, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen any Berenstein Bears cartoons. I've never seen a cartoon, no. Have you seen the one where they have to clean up their rooms? I don't remember that one. That, <laughs> I just sounds, remember that, that sounds amazing. I just, I just remember that Mr. Bernstein had a really cool hat. That's all I can really remember. We clean up our rooms, we're best! <laughs> 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 Why do they have to be so real? <laughs> You're the Berenstain Bears because they're supposed to teach you a lesson. <laughs> Too much junk food. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, you didn't learn any lessons from DuckTales. <laughs> Except for capitalism, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. Magic, bad. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. I felt bad for um, uh, Scrooge McDuck's uh, maid, though. She definitely had some fainting problems. Oh, the maybe high Mrs. blood Beasley. pressure. Yeah. Nanny Mrs. Weasley, totally. I really, really disliked the way she was animated in particular. Like, she was just like, kept, you know, because she was supposed to be, like, losing her mind because of the things she was seeing. Yeah. She was doing these wild things and, like, always flipping her legs up in the air. She had some cool high heels, though, from what I remember. Going at, uh, those fetish items. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll say they were really well drawn, so perhaps it was someone's... Some animator's fetish? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that Mrs. Beasley is so sexy. <laughs> Gross. Hey, don't blame me. It's Disney. <laughs> Disney in the 90s. Oh, God. All secret perverts. <laughs> I'm cutting that part out. <laughs> hey, do whatever you want, man. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that I noticed they were well drawn. That's all. <laughs> I'm so sorry I said that. No, it's okay. It was just something I know. Because you kept falling over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also saw her bloomers. You didn't, you didn't mention that part. Come on. Well, I wasn't looking at her duck bloomers, now was I, Joel? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I'm like you. Hey, I look, e- I look everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> Why was she the only one who was wearing any sort of underpant as a duck? Every other duck was other other duck was just (laughs) just, great questions. Was just swinging. I want to ask someone now. I want to ask someone. Launchpad had pants. Well, he did. But he was he he had the classic aviator look going on. Mm -hmm. You know. He wasn't shaped like any other ducks, too. He was, like, super tall. He didn't have, like, the duck tail. Maybe some sort of mutant. Gyro Gizmo wore pants. But he yeah. wasn't in this movie. Gizmo duck. He was a well-dressed nerd. Wore a lot. Didn't he wear, like... He wasn't even a duck, was tartan. he? Tartan. Yeah. I thought Gyro was, like, a... He had a different like kind a, of beak. Yeah, Gyro Gearloose, or... He's a duck? 
I thought he's he was like, like a goose. Yeah, I thought he was a goose, definitely. Okay. Those little yeah. like light bulb head robots. I always thought those were cool. I'm not exactly sure on the definitions between species and ducktails, but <laughs> you obviously I, haven't put a lot of thought into this. Joel. Like I said, there's a, there's a there's a ducktails podcast called It's a Duck Blur, and I'm sure they answer all those questions. Cool. Yeah. Person who makes it is a very nice person. Cool. Uh, Hi, person. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. You can always edit it up. So, what do we do? What do we... Where? What else? What is? What are you thinking about this movie? Well, what do you feel about the state of Duckburgian life? As it, now, I have no idea where I'm going with this. Don't worry, Joel. Don't worry, Joel. Okay. I, I get a feeling of... Other things I think about... I think about the art because yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah. Okay. There's some cool imagery in this movie. Yeah, really. Yeah. What were some of your favorites? I just like the way that, that everything shined. Like, like, like all there's all these diamonds and jewels, and they all they had all these like super reflective surfaces. Like all the coins are really fun. Yeah. Like very tactile. Um, these things definitely stand out because I mean, Scrooge loves money. He loves treasure. You know. So it's 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 really cool that you know. They, they did that really well. There's a lot of really awesome treasure stuff to look at. Um, it's definitely a bit difficult now watching those ruins crash, come crashing yeah. down for some reason. Like, I just felt like... I heard somebody talking about this recently, about, yeah. like, those people, like Indiana Jones or, like, like Laura Croft Tomb Raider, like... These people are like destroying these sites, yeah. you know. Like, oh, I've got Running to, into some I've got other to discover country. this treasure. Like, oh, we're just gonna mow through everything to get what I want. Like, yeah, get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't that seem just ridiculously selfish? It does, I mean, it does now. <laughs> unless they have any right to the land, which even then it feels kind of wrong. Somebody can go in and buy all this land and then do whatever the heck they yeah. want with it. Uh, it, it in historical significance seems yeah. like it should have a standing... Yeah, yeah, for everyone. It's yeah. imperialistic. I think that's what bugs me about it, is I was thinking, here come the white ducks <laughs> into the... Into the desert of whatever Middle Eastern country the, this the is supposed to be. East, yeah. And they've got all of these, I don't know what they're supposed to be. These creatures that are kind of their minions that are... You're talking about dog dog people, servant guys? Are they dogs? Yeah. They're, they're supposed mean, to be some type of mud of some sort. Yeah. Uh, if they're the, the working class, they're dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Like, and, like, I remember one of them had, like... Had like a, a black eye and a missing tooth. Yes, he what? was like uncharacteristic. What is beat up? Why did he have a black eye? <laughs> like like what is a, the mystery? bar fight the night before before work. You know, I think we should rob him. No, bam. Let's make him look rough around the edges. I am. I am glad that that Scrooge showed even the slightest sense of remorse. For the loss of the ruins at the, at the beginning, well, he was upset. He was upset. You, just a very slight, like, like, oh, Launchpad, look what you did. Launchpad is like, hey, I'm an American. I could do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I felt like Scrooge was just thinking those would have been worth so much money. Yeah, that's <laughs> possible. <laughs> yeah. In my house, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> you almost killed us with your plane crash. How am I going to get money if I'm dead? 
pretty much. I mm. think as a kid, though, the idea of going someplace different and getting to go look for treasure somewhere was probably, like, the top of things I yeah. wished I could do. Yeah. Um, just, like, going out adventuring, going out and exploring and... That's part of the reason why I like the DuckTales series, because they do go to a bunch of different places and destroy them. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, they go to Brazil, they go to Spain, they go to Egypt, they go to Africa, and, and they go to the moon. Yeah, the DuckTales video games are really That's, fun, too. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking of the video game. <laughs> the moon-based, dude. Yeah, the moon-based. Yeah, and then a bunch of different places. They're like, ooh, amazing adventure awaits us, and they all speak English. But anyway, ooh, launch pad. Yeah, it's weird to sort of look at it from an analytical perspective. I think it's just it's just a cartoon movie for kids and I think that that is a that's a positive for it because totally. because it's not taking itself that seriously and I think it is a fun movie still. Yeah. Um I'll watch it again. Yeah, Absolutely. I would watch it again. This is fun. For it's a sure. fun movie. Yeah. I know that my nephew isn't old enough right now to enjoy it completely, but once he is old enough, I'm sure He'll want to watch it all the time, and I'm and I'm ready to see it a bunch of times with him. Yeah, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a movie that shouldn't be watched or anything like that. Like you know, just because I find the the genie character to be irritating, I think that this is a perfectly good like you know you want to put something on to amuse the children for uh, an hour. Why not throw this one on? You could do much worse. Yeah, and. I, I like I said, I've just got this affection for Huey, Dewey, Louie. I've got an affection for Scrooge. I thought I had an affection for Launchpad, but now now he's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just get the feeling like he's like just a really uninformed American. Oh, he's yeah. just uneducated, an uninformed yeah. Duckburgian, xenophobic uh, duck. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just really uninformed. I'm sure if he if he really understood <laughs> the issues at hand, you know. Yeah, I I want to believe that he would be a little more respectful for right. other people's cultures and not knock over their monuments. Right. Flight school. I did take a crash course. <laughs> yeah, there were puns left and right too. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. gosh. I was fine with puns. No, I wasn't. Never mind. <laughs> so Launchpad's doing the puns and the genie's doing the puns. Everyone else is kind of just working straight. <laughs> I do, I do like the drawings of um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I remember trying to draw them as a kid, and I think, I think that I wasn't very good at drawing like perfect circles as a kid. Now I'm way better at drawing a circle or drawing anything that has a circle as part of it. But, um, but back then it seemed sort of like a challenge. I remember just trying. Maybe they had one of those magazines with them on the cover for this movie. Oh, Disney Adventures? I seem to remember Possibly. that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sure they did. Yeah. I think I had an issue of it where they were on the cover in their, like, jungle hats Dude, or that whatever. was such a fun cartoon. Yeah. Ugh, loved it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a fun magazine. I mean, yeah. Disney Adventures. So much fun. Yeah. I didn't get anything like that, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. So one thing you didn't get. I know. I was, just, <laughs> I was too busy playing my Super Duck Tendo. <laughs> I saved up all of my uh, my proof of purchases from all those uh, Disney adventures, and I got myself a uh, 
The Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck fanny pack. Fanny pack. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, Mom. Thanks for helping me mail that in. Yeah, thanks, Aaron's Mom. Yeah, I'm trying to remember something like that that I... (laughs) I was just crazy about animals back then. I remember being super into, like, lions and tigers, and I had, like, I had, like, shirts with, like, tigers all over them. Oh, that's cool. And... My dad, I remember, took me to this wildlife park that was out in the desert and it had all these different kinds of wild cats. And uh, I bought some, like, cat figures there and stuff. Awesome. I was super into cats. Did you ever have any of those zoo books? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Really awesome books. photographical magazines. Yes. Those were cool. Yeah, zoo books were cool. I was looking for some of those recently for uh, Rigby. We were going to get him mm-hmm. a subscription to a magazine for his birthday, and they've all of the magazines for kids now are made to look like all goofy with like bright colors and like yeah. all these bars of things everywhere and more Ranger Rick style. Yeah, it looks like like even encyclopedias for kids now have all this like weird lettering and weird like. Hmm. It's bright colors and it looks like it kind of looks like the cover of like an Us Weekly or something. Oh, weird! <laughs> Except for with like version of things, animals kids, huh? and yeah. What do the Jam- antelope say to the yeah chimpanzees? They're just like us. <laughs> Look on page ninety three. It's weird. That's like weird. I used to just like the simple art, the simple pictures of the animals and Zebra's stuff. Zebra, yeah. how I lost my stripes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're I think we're we're closed off on DuckTales here. Yeah. Okay. Very enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Very definitely. watchable. Yes, it's enjoyable. It's definitely rewatchable. Um sorry if I've offended anybody with my opinion of DuckTales. Sarah, <laughs> I know there are some hardcore fans. You are going to no matter if you say anything negative about any Disney property at any point, you're going to have people upset at you. So you don't have to be a DuckTales apologist. You don't have to apologize. I loved DuckTales yeah. as a kid, and I it, still see it on it, a regular it's, basis. It's for so kids. We have affection for it. Yeah. It's not perfect, um, but we still love it. Yeah. And I have to say, I have to say, it was really cool. Uh, just real quick, it was, it was real cool seeing uh, um, Scrooge McDuck uses cane, like. All the time in this movie for everything. Oh yeah! Like he busted a door open, not with a crowbar, no, huh? a cane. Yep, everything with that cane. Man. I forgot. Yeah, he when he goes, the he, lock he goes off that com- chest in the beginning. He goes too. commando, <laughs> or he doesn't go commando. He's not wearing pants the entire time. So I mean, <laughs> he like parachutes out of the plane, and he's like wearing the cap and crawling through the. I stuff. was like, that's supposed to be for boys. This part, I was like, he's supposed to be a green beret, and you guys were like, yeah, and then I was like. I didn't give a crap about Green Berets <laughs> as a kid. I mean, Only, I mean, G.I. Joe's, maybe you guys knew what that was. But I'm surprised I didn't... your dad didn't make you like that stuff. No. Thankfully, eh? that was one thing he didn't push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, if you want to email us any more suggestions, if you'd like us to uh, destroy any of your other childhood memories, or <laughs> that's not true, <laughs> send us your suggestions to please don't podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at, at Outer Space Pod. Uh, if you're on Facebook, give us a like on our page. It's uh, facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. 
And if uh, you listen to us on iTunes, uh, we would really appreciate it if you could just drop us a star rating. If you wanted to write a, a review, you could, but you don't have to. It's, it just takes, you know, two minutes to do that real quick. And that just increases our visibility and, you know, more listeners fun stuff for us and we really appreciate it we thank you for listening anyways even if you don't have time to do that so my lesson is the marbles and i'm sticking with it they were highly effective in this movie yes. so i'm totally gonna have to agree with you on yeah that. that's awesome it's like the uh the towel in the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy but you should just take marbles with you and a slingshot you shoot them out of a slingshot you you trigger the traps with them you knock a the genie's lamp out of the major villain's hand with um, <laughs> Marble's Egg <ex> Machina. <laughs> what about you two? Did you learn anything from this movie? A lesson. I feel like the lessons in this movie are just to kind of keep a low profile if you can help it. <laughs> in what sense? <laughs> in the sense that if you do crazy things like more attention is brought to you and I think in general you probably will be happier with uh, less of the mansion lifestyle and the giant pie in the sky dream or whatever. I don't know if you learned that from this movie. This movie was all about oh, the mansion is the best and we gotta do all the crazy stuff. <laughs> I think that the ice cream part is probably the funnest moment for me in the entire movie. Just because I remember being a kid and thinking that was cool. Yeah. Also, you know, the transformations were cool. But, yeah, I think I think that I probably would have wished, if I were a kid in that situation, I would have wished for a little quiet place of my own in that house that wouldn't end up being part of the chaos <laughs> that happened. A safe room. <laughs> That's an introvert's dream. <laughs> a place to hide from all the drama. <laughs> hey, Uncle Scrooge is taking us to go find the last treasure of who's a face. Uh, should we tell Sarah Duck? No, she just wants to stay in her room anyways. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Aaron? I would have wished for a propeller cap. Well, I know what you would wish for. What did you learn from that's the movie? My, that's my lesson for the no. You, you uh, learned propeller caps are yes, cool. No. Propeller caps are- <laughs> you learned that from the podcast. Oh, because I went back into a wish again. No, sorry, sorry. Oh, the other answer would be um, have Kane will travel. Oh, yeah. that Kane was pretty badass. Have okay. your Kane ready. So marbles. It can help. Kane. Yep. And a freaking fallout shelter. Fallout shelter. <laughs> and propeller hat. Yeah. And we're all set. Okay. Time to go, man. Well, thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you guys or uh, listening to you guys. What or maybe I'd wish for some more spats. Mm. I'd, I'd That's the other wish. wish for the ability to speak in a clear and concise manner. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They've got your spat collection, Mr. Duck. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why does he have spats if he doesn't wear shoes or pants? <laughs> I'll see you next week, folks. Bye. <laughs>